ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय We are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 4, Chapter 30th, entitled The Activities of the Prachetas, Verse Number 33. Yavate Maya Sprishta, Yavate Maya Sprishta, Dhamama Iha Karma Bhi, Tavat Bhavat Prasanganam, संगस्यानो भवे भवे यावते माया स्पृष्टा भ्रमामा इह कर्म भी तावत भवत प्रसंगानाम संगस्यानो भवे भवे यावते माया स्पृष्टा भ्रमामा यह कर्म भी तावत भवत प्रसंगाना संगस्यानो भवे भवे वर्ड वर्ड ट्रांसलेशन रिस्पांसिबली यावत as long as te yuva maya by the illusory energy sprishtaha contaminated dhamama we wander iha in this material world karma bhi by the reaction of fruitive activities tavat so long bhavat prasanganam of your loving devotees sangaha association syat let there be naha our bhave bhave in every species of life dear lord as long as we have to remain within this material world due to our material contamination and wander from one type of body to another and from one planet to another we pray that we may associate with those who are engaged in discussing your pastimes we pray for this benediction life after life in different body forms and on different planets purport by his divine grace shila paktivanta swami prabhupada propadaki this is the best benediction that a devotee can ask of the supreme lord this is also confirmed by shri chaitanya mahaprabhu sthane stita shrutigatam tanuman manobhar bhagavatam 10:14:3 one may be in one position or another according to destiny but in any case one must continue to hear about the activities and pastimes of the supreme lord regardless of circumstances a pure devotee does not pray for liberation or for cessation of the cycle of birth and death because 
he does not consider that important the most important thing for a devotee is getting a chance to hear about the past times and glories of the lord the devotees who engage in the service of the lord in this world will have the same opportunity in the spiritual world also thus for a devotee everything is in the spiritual world for as long as he can hear about the past times of the lord or wherever he can chant the lord is personally present tatra tishtandi narada yatra gayanti mad bhaktaha when the pure devotees assembled to chant hear and talk about the supreme personality of godhead the place where they assemble becomes vaikuntha for the devotee there is no need to pray to the lord for transfer to the vaikuntha world a pure devotee can create vaikuntha or vrindavan anywhere simply by chanting the glories of the lord without offense the prachetas pray for an opportunity to hear of the glories of the lord in every form of life bhave bhave a living entity transmigrates from one body to another the devotee is not particularly eager to stop his process chaitanya mahaprabhu prays mama janmani janmani shre bhavadat bhakti rahetra gitoi my dear lord life after life may i be fixed in your pure devotional service out of humility a devotee consider himself unfit to be transferred to the spiritual world he always thinks himself contaminated by the modes of material nature nor is there any need for a devotee to ask to be freed from the modes of material nature devotion service itself is transcendental position therefore there is no question of asking for this special facility the conclusion is that a pure devotee is not anxious to stop the repetition of birth and death but is always eager to associate with other devotees who are engaged in chanting and hearing about the glories of the lord ओम ज्ञानतिमरांथ सेनाजनशलाकुर्मिलुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ठूतले स्वयं रूपकदाम ददाती स्वदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरो श्रीयुतापतकमल श्रीगुरूनवाईष्णवाश्चम सागरजात सहगणा रघुनाथान्युत तम सजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्णचैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखान्युता हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाचकलपतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतिताेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः जय श्री कृष्णा चैतन्या प्रभु निनंद श्रीअद्वैत गाधर श्रीवासादिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे हरे 
हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे भूत महाद्भ ये महापुरभु निर्माशेते यदमूष पुरुष भुंक्ते गुणाषोडशोडशात्मक सोलंकृशीष्ट भगवान्वचा मे I'll read the translation again. Dear Lord, as long as we have to remain within this material world due to our material contamination and wander from one type of body to another and from one planet to another, we pray that we may associate with those who are engaged in discussing your pastimes. We pray for this benediction life after life in different bodily forms and on different planets. you can see this is such an amazing prayer by the prachetas unto the supreme personality of godhead it is always amaze it's always wonderful to see the description of pure devotion service is the theme of shrimad bhagavatam and here we can see explicit verses presenting the pure devotional prayer right in the third canto of shrimad fourth canto of shrimad bhagavatam praised by the prachetas here when we talk about verses from bhagavatam or verses from the scriptures we have to understand the verses and also we have to understand the context of the verses so one thing is we can understand the verse we can understand that verse in the current context at the same time we can understand the same verse in a context which is quoted by shila prabhupada it could be in another scripture it could be in another lecture it could be in another preaching program then we get a new perspective on the same verse for example we can study read bhagavad gita and we understand more about those verses from bhagavad gita when it is quoted in shrimad bhagavatam because the contextual meaning is given in connection to shrimad bhagavatam and shila prabhupada explains further and gives a new light onto the same verse in the same light when we see the verses from shrimad bhagavatam if we want to understand it better we had to see how it is quoted and explained in chaitanya charitamrita for that there are about 300 verses quoted in shrimad in sri chaitanya charitamrita as the main text and there are plenty of other verses quoted by shila prabhupad in the purports in that way we can understand the same verse in different lights so here this prayer is a prayer of pure devotion a prayer of pure devotion and we will see all acharyas and mahaprabhu himself exemplified these prayers even the next verse it is highly quoted verse in other scriptures like netro devotion talking about glorifying the 
the glory of glory of the association of the devotees now in this purport shila prabhupada is straight away quoting the conclusion which is presented by sri chaitanya mahaprabhu as it is mentioned here however this verse is coming in conversation between lord chaitanya and shri ramananda roy in shrimad bhagavatam sorry in chaitanya charitamrita in the madhya leela so it's a very famous conversation where shri chaitanya mahaprabhu inspires ramananda roy to speak the absolute truth in a progressive fashion mahaprabhu asks ramananda roy tell me what is the conclusion of the whole scriptures all the vedas so he starts from one point and it goes progressively he quotes many verses like sarva dharman paritejya etc and the first verse he quotes is varnashramam acharita purushena parapuman vishnu vishnu aradhade banda natra tosha karana by performing varnashram system one can please the supreme lord vishnu however mahaprabhu said this is eto bahya this is just external go further ramanandra even quoted sarva dharman paritejya mam ekam sharanam raja still mahaprabhu said you go further the verse by which mahaprabhu got satisfied was the one given here from brahma's prayer the first verse which is quoted in the purport 10143 which is jnane prayasa mudabhasya namanta eva jeevan disan mukharitam bhavati yavartam sthane sthita shrutigatam tanuvan manobhir ye prayasho jita jitopya sitai strilokyam why is it so important this is the essence of all vedic scriptures sthane sthita shrutigatam tanuvan manobhir sthane sthita you be in any situation you are at this point in terms of ashram you can be wherever you are sthane sthitah one can be a brahmachari grahastha manapas sanyas one can be located anywhere not a problem so sthane sthitah shrutigadan tanuvan manobhir however one has to be engaged in hearing the glories of the supreme lord in the association of the devotees so this is the essence of devotional service and that's why in this particular verse pracheta sir praying conclusively as far as we are in this material world because of our material contamination please give us the association of your devotees who are glorifying you who are narrating your past times it can be in any species it can be in any form it can be in any planets so this is pure devotional service when lord chaitanya heard this verse from ramananda roy in fact mahaprabhu was inspiring ramananda roy to speak ramananda roy himself speak i am just like a puppet in your hand 
Who am I to speak about the absolute truth in front of the supreme personality of Godhead himself? However, in Lord Chaitanya's past times, he inspired different devotees to speak the truth and to hear from them rather than he himself speaking. So he inspired Haridas Thakur to speak about the glories of the holy name. So here we can see Ramanandra is speaking and Mahaprabhu accepted. Yes, this is the conclusion. This is what we had to aspire for whether we are in, in this situation or in any other situation. Being in the association of the devotees and hearing about Krishna. At the same time, we can see from the purport that a devotee is not really so much inclined for liberation or stopping the repeated birth and death. Prachetas, as pure devotees, carry the same mood. They are not afraid about repeated birth and death. Rather, they are embracing it, provided they have association of the devotees and hearing and chanting. The verse quoted here in the purport is from Brahmastuti. Brahmastuti is amazing. He is the founder of the whole Sampradaya because we are coming from Brahma, Madhva, Gaudiya, Sampradaya. As the founder of the Sampradaya, right from the Lord, Brahmaji's prayers are very significant. And he is the most intelligent person on this planet and he is a pure devotee. So his prayers are very significant and they are devotional gems. So right in the beginning of Brahma's prayers, we come across this verse, To clarify the point of liberation, the validity of the liberation and the meaning of liberation and a devotee's inclination towards liberation, Brahmaji narrates another verse. That is very important verse. The reason is, we know why devotees do not want liberation. We don't want liberation, isn't it? A devotee never prays for liberation, impersonal liberation, never. Why is it so? Why? Why? Yes, we lose the opportunity to serve Krishna. So there is nothing worse than that. The whole purpose of devotional life is to serve Krishna. Without seva, there is no devotional life. Then what is devotion if there is no service? So, we lose the opportunity to serve Krishna. That is the reason. Prabhupada Saraswati says, Kaivalyam Narakayate. Kaivalyam Narakayate. It looks apparently contradictory, but he prays, Kaivalyam or impersonal liberation is worse than hell. The Mayavadi impersonalists, they are desiring. It is very much attractive for them. Still, a devotee prays, it is worse than hell in their pure devotional stature. So that is Prabhupada Saraswati. The reason is, even in hell, they can think about the Lord. Whereas, in impersonal Brahma Jyoti, they will lose their identity apparently and can't think about the Supreme Lord. So this is the consciousness of a pure devotee. Now, 
Brahmaji, being the most intelligent person, gives philosophical reasons explaining why the term liberation itself is meaningless. So this is a very nice verse again from the Brahmastuti, 14th chapter of 10th canto. I remember reading and studying this chapter many years back, at least 13, 14 years back, during one Purushottam month. It was a Purushottam Adhigamas, which is going to come in this year as well. So I read somewhere that it is very auspicious to study Brahmastuti. There are many things you can study. One of them I found was Brahmastuti. And as I was studying, I was understanding, oh, this is really amazing. And those verses are still quite fresh in my mind. And it is very relevant when I read Bhagavatam or when I think about any of these devotional topics. So I will quote this verse from Brahmastuti again, which is describing the position of liberation for a realized devotee. He chants, Ajnana Satnyo Bhavandha Moksha Dauna Mananyo Sarutatya Bhavad Ajastra Chityat Manikevale Pare Vicharya Mane Tarana Vivahani Here Lord Brahma mentions The conception of material bondage and the conception of liberation are both manifestations of ignorance. So this is... <laughs> going beyond our usual understanding. The understanding of moksha itself is ajnana satnya. Ajnana satnya means a terminology of ignorance. How is that? The concept of liberation and bondage, both are because of ignorance. So a wise man will not talk about liberation. So this is the point of Brahma making. So this is something apparently contradictory and that will make us to think. Ajnana Sapnyo Bhava Bandha Moksha. Ajnana, ignorance. Sapnyo means designation. So this, uh, this term itself is wrong. Bhava and Bandha. Bhava means cycle of repeated birth, which here Prachesas are describing, and Bandha, Bhava Bandha, and Moksha, liberation. Why is it so? So he narrates from the standpoint of a pure devotee. So one reason he says why this concept of bondage and liberation are because of ignorance. For a perfected being or living entity in its original position or for a living entity in his or her constitutional position, there is no question of illusion. There is no question of bondage. So this can corroborate with the understanding of Nitya Siddha Krishna Prem Sadhya Kabunoi Shravanadi Shuddha Jitte Korile Udai. So the, the Krishna Prem is originally situated in the core of the living entity's heart. It's already there. So in that perspective, once bondage is immaterial, the, the actual liberated position is already in the living entity. So in that way, the living entity doesn't have real relationship with the material world. So the relationship that we are establishing with the material world is imaginary. It's not real in that sense because it cannot affect the spirit soul. Even though in the conditioned state, one feels like suffering and we do suffer, but that is part of the ignorance. But nothing is happening to the pure spirit soul. In that perspective, when we see, okay, 
this concept of liberation and bondage are product of ignorance second he says that if one gets liberation from material bondage here this liberation is pointing out to the impersonal liberation that is meaningless because that is not real liberation because real liberation means being under the shelter of krishna in the spiritual world or performing pure devotional service so that is the real liberation so the usual concept of bandha and moksha that is not complete so that is a product of ignorance so that is the second point lord brahma ji is making third he says that if one is actually liberated or one is in pure constitutional position then it is just like on the sun planet what is the point of speaking about day and night if you are living in the sun planet what's the concept of day and night he, so the scientists say tarana vivahini tarana tarano means taran means sun tarano means in the sun iva ivahani iva means just like ahani means day and night aha aha is day and aha ani means the night ahani what's the concept of day and night on the sun planet in other words in the real constitutional position what is the concept of bondage and liberation so in that way brahma ji makes three points to say that this just mere concept of bondage and liberation are immaterial for devotees even though it's a big deal for the impersonalists for devotee it is immaterial because devotee is focused on service to krishna as it is pointed out by the prachetas very clear very clear presentation by the prachetas in the purport we can see shila prabhupad quoting what is real liberation what is perfection muktir hitva anyadha bhavam swarupena vyavasthiti that is the bhagavatam definition of mukti muktir hitva anyadha bhavam give up all other designations and being situated in swarupa in one's constitutional position in connection to krishna that is the real liberation moksham hitva there is another moksham vishnor angrilabham moksham vishnor angrilabham here also the term moksham is used moksham means vishnor angrilabham obtaining the lotus feet of krishna vishnu that is the real moksha however we are trying to understand another meaning of real liberation as well from this purport what is that being completely engaged in pure devotion service anywhere in this world it is considered perfection that is one swarupa in in the sense that one is acting in one's constitutional position so that is liberation that is pure devotion service and that is perfection so it's not that one has to go to the spiritual world then one is perfected but wherever one is if one is engaged in pure devotion service that is perfection and that is vaikuntha that is vrindavan for such a pure devotee so that is the real meaning of liberation so it is not just transferring to the spiritual world but can be anywhere and as we know shri prabhupad was on that platform so he sat here in melbourne on the same basis and i told this is not melbourne it is vaikuntha then he told no this is not just vaikuntha this is vrindavan so that is the consciousness of a pure devotee so we need to understand that very clearly and shri prabhupad 
important verse saying, I am situated Naham Dishtami Vaikunte Na Yogi Nam Hudeshua Yatra Gayanti Tatra Dishtami Narada Yatra Gayanti Madhbhakta. That verse that is, I am not situated in Vaikunta, I am not situated in the heart of the meditating yogis, but I am present personally where my devotees are chanting, where my devotees are glorifying Krishna. So this is the point. And this is very important for all the devotees. So in other words, we have to emulate this mood that we don't need to see Krishna or for generalizing even we don't need to see Guru all the time. That is not the purpose of devotion service. So this is a mature point to understand sincerely serving Krishna and sincerely serving spiritual master that is actually seeing Krishna. That is actually associating with the spiritual master and Krishna. It's a very deep point but a point that we need to understand more and more in our devotional life. So if you want to deepen our connection with Guru, Srila Prabhupada and Krishna, then we have to offer our service in a deeper fashion. And that is a deeper connection to the spiritual master. That is a deeper connection to Krishna. Before Bhakti Tirtha Maharaj left his body, he made this statement to his followers and his disciples. We will meet you in the future, but in a much deeper way. So those who follow, they understand that they can be in association with their spiritual master in a very deeper way without personal physical association. We know the life of Srila Prabhupada. One time, some devotees mentioned to Srila Prabhupada they were complaining to Srila Prabhupada that some of his god brothers were complaining that Srila Prabhupada is not going and attending the arati at his gurus, Bhakti Siddhanda's samadhi. Srila Prabhupada, in that way, he is missing out. Srila Prabhupada pounded on the desk and he told, I am not even a single moment, I am missing my spiritual master. He is always with me. This is the deepest connection to the spiritual master. So Srila Prabhupada had that. And our aim in our life is to develop that deeper connection to our own spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada and Krishna. We start this connection with our own Guru and Srila Prabhupada. We had to start from that point. Because then we can come to feeling, experiencing that connection with Krishna. Because the Guru is instructing personally or at least we have ample of lectures so there are instructions coming from Guru for sure and we have senior Vaishnavas we'll talk about that soon and we are getting instructions and serving that instruction in a deeper level that is a deeper connection to Krishna so this we have to realize in our life sooner or later we all will have to realize that even we may have some personal association with our Guru at this point but at one point, we all will have to realize this. So we have to be prepared. We have to go on with that. Here, we can see the prayer by Prachetas. Prachetas are telling to, for the association of the devotees, wherever. And he is not telling, at the end of my life, please take me to the spiritual world. See, not telling that. The Lord is right there. They could have told and Lord would have accepted. The Lord is Bhakta Vatsala. 
they have performed so much of austerity so much of devotion service the lord would have accepted but they are not asking that is pure devotion so this so they are already with the lord and if the lord leaves still they are in pure devotion service still they are in the association of the supreme lord that is the mood of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu mama janmani janmani shre bhavadat bhakti ahetukitoi so here we can see the mood of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu from shishtaashtakam my dear lord life after life may i be fixed in your pure devotional service so this mood we can see how prachetas are great acharyas great teachers and mahaprabhu again showing the same principle the only eight verses left behind by lord chaitanya shikshashtakam and where he showing that pure devotional mood verse after verse in our sampradaya other acharyas also showed the same mood who is a famous example shila bhakti vinod thakur shila sachidananda bhakti vinod thakur exemplified he, his songs are shastra there is no difference between shastra and his songs in all the topics of shastra he has he has realized it and he has presented in simple bengali for the benefit of everyone he has understood everything and he is just presented in bengali for the benefit of everyone so he sings kita janma hau yatha tuva das kita janma even if i get another another birth of a worm i don't mind a warm birth i don't mind because if i can get that birth in the house of a devotee because then i can hear that devotee here chanting krishna's names singing about krishna and i may get some prasadam left over remnants by the devotee so this is the mood of a pure devotee so we can see that consistency in the mood of pure devotion service from bhagavatam which was written 5000 years back and devotees now who are present and those who appeared even a few hundred years back so the essential point is how can we miss the association of the devotees especially when they are coming when they are giving their association how can we say no to that association now if you see we are at a point where we heard the sad departure of his holiness bhakti charya maharaj shila prabhupas disciples great devotees great leaders they are leaving this world one by one and we are witnessing it tamakrishna maharaj left gorgovinda maharaj left shila swami left bhakti dirta maharaj left one by one devotees are leaving senior devotees are leaving the movement those who had lot of association with shila prabhupada those who followed dedicated shila prabhupada they are leaving and here melbourne we are very fortunate because many great leaders many great devotees often visit us many are shila prabhupada direct disciples some are very very senior even otherwise so we had to take the opportunity to hear from them first service is hearing from them and many times i have seen and it is a bit uh shocking and it is a bit um uh, saddening to see the tendency of the devotees 
when some of Srila Prabhupada's stalwart preachers, very senior even Srila Prabhupada's disciples, when they come, there is not much enthusiasm to hear from them. Not many people coming to the temple to hear from them. Even online, not so many people are listening. That tendency is not good. Because understand, they have lived a life of devotional service and they are presenting their realization. Rather, our mentality can divert towards which classes can entertain us the most. It's a tendency that can creep in our own consciousness, even in my own consciousness, where we may think, oh, this, 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 that, this is a very senior devotee, but what he speaks is very heavy. It's the point I have heard, this is very heavy. There's so much of philosophy, it's very heavy. So the realizations, the instructions are pretty cutting. So, you know, I don't listen so much. But such and such devotee is more sweeter. There are more stories or whatever. I don't know. But more entertaining in whatever way. So this kind of tendencies can creep into our consciousness. And we have to check that. So this is applicable for senior devotees who are visiting. And it can be applicable for senior devotees who are present here in Melbourne. Here we have few senior devotees and they give classes. So we have to be very vigilant about our consciousness. And we have to take their association very seriously. Otherwise we are really missing out on some people who have gone through the entire life in serving Krishna and now we are getting an opportunity to hear from them and we are saying, oh, that classes are a bit heavy or it is too much or I want to hear someone else, something else. So this mentality has to be checked. We have to correct ourselves to hearing from seniors, those who have dedicated their life for Krishna. It's very important. And generally speaking about devotee association, we are blessed with even grihasthas in this community who are very surrendered, who are doing full-time service and who are very renounced. That is a very ornament for a grihastha to be renounced. It's an ornament and it's very attractive if there is a grihastha who is following all reg regulative principles very strictly and preaching and has been doing service for the whole life, that is inspirational even for sannyasis. It's inspirational for sannyasis. Then that kind of association we have in our community. Second, we have grihasthas who are senior, may not have gone through the entire life. Still, they are preaching and they are following the regulative principles and sadhana program very strictly, even they are very inspirational. So their association is also important. So living in a devotional community, we shouldn't undermine even their association. Not only those who have gone through the entire life in devotional service, certainly we had to respect, we had to hear, and also we had to hear from Grihasthas who are following everything strictly and who are present in our community. So it's very inspirational. Even that is very inspirational for all the devotees, including sannyasis. I have heard from my spiritual master this point that Grihastha who is following strictly is inspirational for even for a sannyasi. This is very important. We have such association in our community. Same. We have brahmacharis too in this community. And personally, I live in the ashram. So it is inspirational for me to live with other brahmacharis. Because I have 
lived with different sets of brahmacharis so i can see you know generally brahmachari ashram people come and go but if devotees are staying for a longer period that is very important for a brahmachari ashram to develop so we can see devotees in the ashram it is fortunate for me to live in the ashram with other devotees so in that way we have to value the association of the devotees in all respects in the ashram in the grihastha ashram who may be a bit younger those who have gone through the life who are the renounced grihasthas those who are visiting we need to respect we had to hear from them so now we are in this particular verse which is very relevant for today because it's straight after the departure of his holiness bhakti charyo maharaj we can see how krishna has arranged to give us this verse to understand to get a glimpse of pure devotional service maharaj has visited a few times in my memory recent years maybe couple of times maybe 5 years back he came i remember him visiting maybe 12 13 years back you know he never used to visit very frequently to melbourne but indeed he has visited and recently couple of time in past you know 13 or 14 years not many times and we were very fortunate to get his association we were very fortunate to get his association maharaj gave few classes here and he spent some time with the brahmacharis we remember that very dearly very lovingly and we miss maharaj's association and we will speak a few minutes about maharaj because it's about association some of the teachings which are very well in align with this purport about the association because we are missing the association the same conversation between lord chaitanya and ramanand roy mahaprabhu asked ramanand roy what is the saddest thing in this world ramanand roy replied separation from a devotee so we can see we can see the same thing separation from a devotee the whole iskon movement is lamenting because of separation from maharaj very unexpected and everything happened all of a sudden so i will speak a little bit about maharaj it's it's difficult but and i i didn't have time to prepare i am quoting few points from a book it's called the ocean of mercy by bhakti charya maharaj he has written this book about shila prabhupad and i heard a snippet of lecture from uh, uh devi shakti mata ji they organized a lecture about maharaj before maharaj's departure so the devotees were hearing about maharaj it's an amazing lecture if you get a chance you can listen so i'll speak a few points from maharaj is quoting from maharaj's book which is the ocean of mercy so this is a citation about maharaj by a great spiritual leader in india way back she is a she a lady leader spiritual leader a guru for many her name is anandamayima some of from india might have heard about anandamayima she said he is not meant for this ashram when bhaktacharya maharaj when he when he went as a young person he was a very renowned person he wanted after his education he wanted to leave everything and he was just wandering so he went to the ashram of anandamayima so she she said he is not meant for this ashram whatever kind of spiritual she was she could see 
he belongs somewhere else and when he surrenders the whole world will come under his feet so this was a prediction done by another meva she she had quite siddhis so certain kind and when bhakti charya maharaj when he joined is gone he joined and he spent time in mayapur and it was a very austere life in mayapur few devotees and there were not many facilities that time the prayer he had for radha madhav was please allow me to become your devotee and remain engaged forever in your loving service this was a prayer he had he mentions in his book and he in fact he walked his talk he lived it all the time dedicated to service of shila prabhupada and radha and krishna he was the first educated indian devotee to join iskon full time as a brahmachari that time there were not first of all there were not many indian devotees joining unlike now all the devotees prabhupada had were westerners and the first indian devotee who was qualified to join the movement was his holiness bhakti charya maharaj he had his degree from the university and he was very intelligent and then he at the same time he was completely away from all material sense gratification he just wanted to pursue spiritual path i remember maharaj telling this past time i think he was sitting here and he was speaking probably on the same asana they told okay now he went in a kind of a renounced cloth not very attached and the devotee is told now you can wear saffron as a brahmachari so he went he took bath in ganges and then came and he started wearing saffron so that how he started wearing saffron as a brahmachari and later as a sanyasi so yes his life was a dedication for him for shila prabhupada and krishna shila prabhupada preached to him and prabhupada noted him so at the time of initiation prabhupada has never given first and second initiation together but for bhaktacharya maharaj prabhupada gave first and second initiation together so that was an indication that shri prabhupada noted the glorious position of bhaktacharya maharaj so shri prabhupada told bhaktacharya maharaj just offer this life to krishna and see what happens so very important shri maharaj i have remember maharaj speaking the same point here as well and i think you to brahmachari also he mentioned the same point to us a few years back just offer this life to krishna and see what happens even if nothing happens what's the loss after all it is just one life out of so many such an important point if you think about it it's just one lifetime we had we had millions of lifetimes and if you want to stay around we have millions of lifetimes so give one life to krishna and see what happens so bhakti jari maharaj mentioned i still remember he he's telling that uh, that's the way shila prabhupada hooked me on so it was just like a hook you know then i couldn't say anything i thought yes it makes sense just one life for the service to shri chaitanya mahaprabhu at the time of uh, initiation he didn't have any gurudakshana to give to shila prabhupada a brahmachari <laughs> there is no one to beg here for example if when when i got initiated or when anyone gets initiated here 
we go around for the alms we go ask all the devotees so the devotees that they give some donation and we offer to the spiritual master however he didn't have anything so maharaj he he personally told this to shila prabhupad shila prabhupad i am offering myself to you completely please accept me and utilize me whatever way you want so this was his offering so in other words at the time of initiation he offered himself to shila prabhupad completely solely and wholly this is a this is actual initiation as it is mentioned one can this is from i heard my my spiritual master that one can get initiated before initiation one can get initiated at the time of initiation one can get initiated after the initiation or one may never get initiated this is tell, speaking about even after getting initiation one may never get initiated one can get initiated before the initiation during the initiation after the initiation or never so here we can see bhakti jaru maharaj he, he was surrendered before but at the time of initiation he is actually getting initiated i am completely surrendering unto you this is the mood of complete surrender and he did follow what he told shila prabhupada <clears throat> since he was so qualified that he served shila prabhupada even in the beginning days in all capacities as a secretary as a gbc as a personal servant he could serve in all capacities so the the devishakti madhi was mentioning an interesting point she wanted she wanted to cook for shila prabhupada in mayapur because she was stationed in vrindavan and she heard that prabhupada is not visiting vrindavan and mataji was devastated just like any other devotee and she told okay i will go to mayapur and i will cook for prabhupada that's my service then the devotee told her no don't do that because there is one devotee who is doing all service to shila prabhupada he is a secretary he is a gbc he is the cook he can do everything to shila prabhupada then madhi says that i remember that it has to be this person bhakti jaru maharaj because he she met him even before initiation that time itself she felt okay he is a qualified person so that has to be this person indeed it was maharaj who served shila prabhupada in all ways he says yes shila prabhupada i am offering myself to you i know that if i do that i will achieve the ultimate perfection of my existence so this was shila bhakti jaru maharaj's mood and one time uh, bhavananda prabhu he was managing a temple and he told bhakti jaru maharaj service to spiritual master in separation is superior to personal service so you don't go to shila prabhupada you serve here but shila prabhupada wanted him to go to shila prabhupada and personally serve him so shila prabhupada told no i think when your spiritual master wants you to serve him personally you should do that so immediately uh, bhakti jayaru maharaj left bhavananda prabhu and shila prabhupada asked bhavananda prabhu to pay the ticket for him to go as well so bhakti jayaru maharaj left immediately and started serving shila prabhupada and then bhakti jayaru maharaj traveled with shila prabhupada and he was his qualities devi shakti maharaj mentions very interesting two qualities he was very submissive to shila prabhupada and attentive to service very important point one is submissive and very attentive 
Srila Prabhupada, as you know, he was translating books from Sanskrit to English, writing his purports, and he used to have his dictaphone. Srila Prabhupada gave a dictaphone to Bhakti Charya Maharaj and told him, you use this dictaphone because that will make you efficient in translating my books from English to Bengali. So as Srila Prabhupada was translating books from Sanskrit to English or Bengali to English, Bhakti Charya Maharaj was translating them from English to Bengali. And Bhakti Charya Maharaj translated all books of Srila Prabhupada from English to Bengali. So it's an amazing service. That's in the beginning days, not now. Then, Srila Prabhupada decided to give him sannyas. So that was another turning point in Bhakti Jaru Maharaja's life. When devotees found out that Prabhupada was ready to give him sannyas, they were complaining to Srila Prabhupada. He is a new person, how can you give him sannyas? Because it takes many years for us to come to sannyas. But he's a new person, why you give him sannyas? Prabhupada said, no, he's qualified, so I have to give him sannyas. So Prabhupada gave him sannyas. And his previous name was Kirchor Gopinath Das. From there, he became Bhakti Charu Maharaj. So, another statement from Maharaj's book. I had taken to spiritual life with absolute conviction. Even before joining ISKCON, I had renounced materialistic life. So he was just wandering after his education, searching for the absolute. And I had no intention of getting married or raising a family. In one sense, I was already a sannyasi. So this was the mood of Bhakti He is revealing his heart mercifully through his book. So we are, in one sense, we are fortunate because he left behind some of his realization in his book as well. So we can understand who was he. Because it is very difficult to understand the devotees. The devotees don't glorify themselves. They may not tell everything which are very personal to themselves. But here we are very fortunate. He has left behind something for us to understand. Straight after taking sannyas, Bhakti Charu Maharaj, he went to the kitchen and started cooking for Srila Prabhupada. He was service before sannyas was cooking for Prabhupada, one of the services. So straight after sannyas, in the sannyas robes, he went to the kitchen, he started cutting vegetables and he started cooking for Srila Prabhupada. Especially when I started to cook for Srila Prabhupada, everything felt the same. Telling after sannyas. Okay? Straight after sannyas, he went to the kitchen. After sannyas ceremony, he went to the kitchen to cook for Prabhupada. I was rendering the same service and had the same responsibilities. Even the same color, color cloth because he had uh, saffron and now also saffron before saffron. I just kept cutting the vegetables, reminding myself that my greatest gift was Srila Prabhupada's mercy and wishing that I never leave the shelter of his lotus feet. Can you see such an advanced devotee? So we had to understand even he went through such a trauma in his life last days. Still we had to understand he, such, a, such pure devotees are fixed at Krishna's lotus feet. They are fixed at Srila Prabhupada's lotus feet. So the, everything is arranged by the Lord himself, arranged by Srila Prabhupada himself. It's not ordinary. We shouldn't see from a very mundane viewpoint, but we had to see from spiritual viewpoint. And even other devotees felt that this person was special. 
Achyadananda Swami, he mentioned, from the time he joined, I knew he was in for some special mercy from Srila Prabhupada. You have all my blessings. He's, he's telling, Achyadananda Maharaj is telling. Because he was senior. He was already a senior. He was giving his blessing to Bhakti uh, Chadu Maharaj. Another interesting thing, Tamil Krishna Goswami Maharaj is mentioning, did you all notice that this is the first time Srila Prabhupada has given a sannyasi the title Bhakti? Never before Prabhupada gave the title Bhakti along with the sannyas name. It was generally their name or some other name with an addition Swami or Goswami. But here he gave the name Bhakti Charu Maharaj, Bhakti was given. That was the beginning of adding this prefix Bhakti. And now that tradition is continuing. You can see many, many sannyasis with their name starting with Bhakti. And the meaning of Maharaj's name, Bhakti Charu Maharaj, is one who is beautiful in controlling his senses with his devotion. Such an amazing name. One who is beautiful in controlling his senses with his devotion. And Prabhupada told him personally, now that you have become a sannyasi, you are a guru, you can initiate. But as long as the spiritual master is present on the planet, one does not give initiation. That is the formality. So Prabhupada wanted him to be the spiritual master. And Maharaj shared these points here also. We remember, I remember Maharaj telling, now you are a sannyasi, so you can initiate. Now please hear this point. It is extremely important and it is completely in alignment with this verse and purport. The ultimate secret of spiritual success. Shall we hear that? The ultimate secret of spiritual success. This is a realized person is telling what is the ultimate secret of spiritual success. If you remain in the association of devotees, then Maya will not be able to touch you. Sorry, touch you. Because Maya is Krishna's external potency. Whereas the association of devotees is Krishna's internal potency. Therefore, always remain in the association of devotees and never ever go away from that shelter, Srila Prabhupada. So Maharaj is quoting this. So this is the sum and substance of devotional success. And indeed, Maharaj followed that. He was always in the association of the devotees and never failed to follow this instruction. And Maharaj mentioned, just remember the instruction of the devotees. That is also association. Maharaj writes, Please bless me, Srila Prabhupada, that I never go away from the shelter of your lotus feet. So this was the mood of Srila Prabhupada. And what I want to mention towards as a final part, Daivishikti Mataji narrates a parallel between Srila Prabhupada and Bhakti Chari Maharaj. How she gives this parallel in many occasions, but specifically I am here mentioning about this parallel, where Prabhupada was very sickly. At the same time, he considered that half of his mission was successful, but half of his mission was a failure. Because he had established the Varnashram Dharma. Then he decided he will travel through and he will preach to, for, to establish Varnashram. He wanted to see the farms and he wanted to go around first to Europe and then to America. We know his health was very frail, he was very weak, still he wanted to travel. And no one could convince.
Bhakti Jairo Maharaj writes in his book, I did my best to check the emotions that were flooding my consciousness. Why did I, why did I let him go? I chastised, chastised myself. Why didn't I be more forceful? Asked the senior devotees to persuade him not to leave. Then I realized that we had to surrender to whatever Srila Prabhupada wanted. He was a pure devotee of the Lord and knew what Krishna wanted him to do. And nobody could have imagined that his condition would deteriorate so quickly. I wanted to embrace him to release all the agony from my heart in tears. So Bhakti Chaitanya Maharaj felt so much separation and he was so much in pain when Srila Prabhupada again started his world tour. He couldn't complete. He had to return after from Europe. So here we can see Bhakti Chaitanya Maharaj he had he left Ujjain, he left India to be in the battlefield. You might have heard that snippet of lecture where Maharaj is telling devotees are asking me why are you going but when devotees are preaching in America and they are going through this COVID-19 problems as a leader how can I sit here comfortably I had to be in the battlefield I had to be with them so this is a very exalted mood of a pure devotee so we have to understand that whatever is happening is under the direct shelter of Srila Prabhupada and Krishna and Maharaj was so much in loving connection with Srila Prabhupada's disciples he writes I was impressed with how Srila Prabhupada had collected the most brilliant gems of devotees from all over the world he had more than 5000 followers who would do anything to have even a moment of his association but even though I had only recently come to Iskorn and was still such a neophyte devotee I was personally serving him every day he did not he did not need any service from us he was giving us the opportunity to serve him out of his costless mercy so we need to see we have the association of the devotees and we have the great examples like bhakti charu maharaj so we need to follow in their footsteps we had to take their inspiration and put our heart and perform some hard work to move forward in our devotional life so this verse is very very appropriate for today and i see it as krishna's arrangement i'll read one more time the translation and i'll leave it there dear lord as long as we had remained within this material world due to our material contamination and wander from one type of body to another and from one planet to another we pray that we may associate with those who are engaged in discussing your pastimes we pray for this benediction life after life in different bodily forms and on different planets hare krishna is there any quick questions or comment we can take but i want to make this announcement that at uh, 10 o'clock we are performing a kirtan honoring His Holiness Bhakti Charu Maharaj. So we have already a garlanded photo placed in front of Srila Prabhupada. This Kirtan will be broadcasted in the YouTube, in the Hare Krishna Melbourne channel. So those who can pa- take part in the Kirtan, please do so. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Any final questions or comments? If not, I stop here. Thank you.
Thank you, Hare Krishna. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. Hissa Olinath Bhakti Jaru Maharaj ki jai.